You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The All-Star break is pretty much here, uh, but we have some loose ends to tie up, so let's do that right now. I'm Alice Twitter. I'm here with Steve Gilbert. We're going to talk about, of course, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Steve, Zach Ranke on the DL. So uh, let's talk about what led up to that. I think it's retroactive to late June. Uh, I think the last time we talked, we were speculating on oblique strains and how you have to be very careful with them. Um, so between that conversation and today, what transpired that moved them to put him on the DL? Yeah, Allison, he had an MRI which confirmed that uh, that oblique strain. And they just, as we talked about, uh, it is such a area of the body you don't want to mess with because if you end up tearing it worse, then you're out for months. And so they just figured that instead of trying to have him make one more start um, the final weekend before the All-Star break, uh, it just made sense to put him on the, the disabled list and, and play it cautiously for right now. So uh, they're hoping and at least this is their hope, that um, he'll be able to come back uh, right after the All-Star break, maybe not that first game, but sometime very soon after the All-Star game. So um, he won't miss very many starts, maybe end up missing a total of two starts um, if all goes according to plan. So that's kind of what they're hoping for right now, and they they just didn't think it was such a good idea after seeing the MRI results and the fact that he was still feeling a little something in there um, they just didn't want to, him to continue to push to try to get ready for a start, um, you know, when they're, they're going to have almost a, what, four-day break, five-day break for the All-Star break anyway. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to those oblique strains, so I guess when they're looking at an MRI, and I'm not expecting you to put your, like, doctor's hat on or anything, but I guess they if they see, like, that it's stretched out, um, that's, that's the right, red flag. I mean, it's just so different from any other injury. Um, where immobility is basically the way to go, right? So if you feel like, do they feel pretty confident that's just going to snap back into place? Yeah, I mean, they, you know, it's one of the things where Zach was asked, what do you do, what, what are you doing to treat it? And he said, well, really what you have to do to treat it is rest. And, you know, they do different kinds of therapies on it. And he said, I don't know if any of them work, but you do them anyway, just to make just in case. Um, so really it's just a matter of waiting for that to calm down and waiting for him to be able to throw again and then um, going back to, you know, trying to strengthen those muscles around it. Okay. Um, all right. So, you know, I wanted to kind of ask you, like, let's talk about maybe some of the, you know, the, the surprises, first half surprises, first half disappointments, things like that. But I first want to get to Jake Lamb being a final vote nominee uh, for the last spot on the All-Star, the NL All-Star roster. Um Jake Lamb is a guy who, you know, you hear his name a lot, uh, talked about just as a really, really good, solid player. Make a case for him to to be on the all-star team. Well, I mean, you look at the numbers themselves. I mean, his his war, you know, his wins above replacement. He leads the, the NL in slugging percentage, which I think probably a lot of people don't know because he plays in a smaller market and he, he plays for a team that hasn't had a very good year. Maybe we would have heard more about him um, if they were playing better. And I think that's part of it too, Allison, is that, you know, uh, Paul Goldschmidt was voted in by the players. Um, there's a lot of good people at third base. And the fact that the Diamondbacks are not having a very good year, I would imagine it, it's tougher for, for Terry Collins uh, as a manager to put two guys on from a team that, that's really, uh, really scuffling. But uh, he's certainly somebody in the final vote that if you stack up the numbers um, amongst the final vote candidates, he, he really does kind of jump out. Um, he's an exciting young player, and, and uh, hopefully he gets a chance to go to San Diego because, uh, you know, in some cases, you know, you try to make a case for a guy that you don't really believe should be there. But 
uh, really, in, in, if you look at the numbers, uh, Jake Jake certainly deserves to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's always the injuries that pop up and guys that, you know, kind of opt out and things like that. So the, uh, the roster could change a lot between now and a few days from now. So we'll keep our eye on that. Um, so just in general, when you look at the first half, obviously you said like it's been a, been a disappointing year for them so far. Um, has there been anybody that stood out to you as like, hey, this has been kind of a pleasant surprise, wasn't expecting this to happen, um, you know, when you kind of look at where they are now as opposed to when the season started? Well, I think um... – if I had to pick somebody, you look at a guy like Gene Segura, who, you know, when the Diamondbacks acquired him in January, the trade was was kind of panned by a lot of people. Um, they didn't really feel like uh, like Segura was going to be a productive player anymore. He'd had a couple down years in Milwaukee, um, and here he is, uh, right up near the league lead, if not leading the league in hits. Um, and he's played a very good second base for them. Uh, he's been a great leadoff hitter for him so far this year. So I think that if there's one guy that just kind of jumped out, just based on what you know people were saying when the trade went down, um, I think Gene Segura has been a, a real pleasant surprise for them. And if you had to pick one of uh, you know somebody that maybe didn't play up to expectations, um, I mean, looking at Shelby Miller, probably him. Would it be would it be Zach Granke? I mean, who would you? Yeah, you know, I think I think when you start looking at, at that, there's a lot of different candidates, which kind of probably explains why they are where they are. But I, I certainly think that Shelby Miller was somebody that um, probably even in his own mind um, has to be would consider himself a disappointment given the way the first half went. Certainly not what uh, the, what they were expecting or probably what he was expecting. And uh, a key part if they're gonna you know even not even get back in a race, but get back to 500 or, or, or whatever their goals are here for the second half of the season, they certainly need him to, to start pitching like the pitcher they uh, they thought they were acquiring. Yeah, well, I still think that they have a little bit of a run in them, so we'll see in the second half. Steve, thank you so much. Enjoy uh, the upcoming break, and we'll talk to you in the second half. Sounds good, Allison. Thanks a lot. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. 